Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the creator of the Tarot Masterclass and the author of the Tarot Coloring Book. I'm also your host for this podcast series. This is episode three of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. It's a podcast for those who do not have all day. So for today's episode, our topic is how to shuffle your tarot deck. Are you ready? Okay, let's begin. So people have often asked me, how should I shuffle my deck? And they also ask this big question, should I allow other people to shuffle my deck? So let's start by answering the second question. Allowing other people to shuffle your deck is really a matter of preference. Some readers prefer that they, and only they, handle their deck. The reason why is because they view that their deck is an extension of themselves or it's a sacred spiritual tool which only they should handle. They have a deep personal connection to their deck and they might feel that maybe perhaps someone else's energy might water down that connection. So I want you to think of it like this. It's like putting um, someone's energetic fingerprints on your deck. Uh, when you have many different fingerprints on the deck, you know, it's very hard to figure out who is what and what is who, you know, if everybody's handling it. Now, remember, this is just a theory. I'm not saying that this is fact. It's how some people might view others shuffling their deck. Then there are other readers who love to have people handle their decks. They feel that this energetic thing is a good thing because it helps the clients to form a connection to the question and the deck. Now, I want you to know that either way can work. And there are some people who mistakenly assume that they actually have to touch the deck in order to get a decent reading when they go to a tarot reader. And that is not true at all. You know, for example, my work is done over the phone and email. The client never touches my deck and it works just fine. And my thought around this is this. Energy is energy and a good reader can pick up on your energy and the energy around the question whether the client handles the deck or not. So if you are one of those people who assume that you have to get an in-person session and handle that deck, you might be surprised to know that it's not true at all and it's not necessary. You can get a wonderful reading in person or not and never put a finger on that deck. You know, it all comes down to the skill of the reader and more importantly, the connection that you two make as people. Got that? All right, so let's talk about shuffling. So the first things first, I always tell anybody when you are shuffling, you wanna sit up straight and relax your shoulders. You're probably wondering why the emphasis on posture well, number one, I am a yoga teacher. That's the thing I do part-time, so posture is really important to me. But a relaxed posture also leads to a relaxed energy when you're shuffling. And that is always the ideal state for a tarot reading. Okay, so you really want to emphasize that you're up straight, you're relaxed, you're chilled. And now the next step is that you want to shuffle in a way that's comfortable for you. So your shuffle might be a really simple shuffle or it might be an elaborate bridge. You know, it's again, gonna come down to really what works for you. So for the easiest shuffle, the one that I think most of us do, we just hold the deck horizontally in one hand, and then you kind of like lift maybe about a half of the deck from the back with your other hand, and then gently bring it down into the other half of the deck. Uh, when you do it like that, you really wanna shuffle the cards with a light touch. What you wanna to avoid doing is cramming the cards in 
in there because that's going to risk destroying the deck. And also, I feel an aggressive shuffle is really not the right energy that you want when you're shuffling. So anyhow, if you do it that way, you want to shuffle it a few times until you feel that you're done. Now, if you're going to do a bridge, or it's also called a riffle shuffle, what you do is you split the deck in half, and you're going to hold each half lengthwise. You're going to have one half in each hand. And basically what you're doing is you're placing your thumb over the top edge and gently bending each deck half. And then you start releasing the cards together uh, so they kind of form like a riffling effect, you know, that creates a shuffled deck. You can bend the cards towards you in the opposite direction with your thumbs. And then as you release your thumbs, the deck should come together beautifully. That's where it really forms that gorgeous bridge. Uh, but do keep in mind that if you do a lot of bridge or riffle shuffling, all that bending can really weaken your deck. You know, so if you are going to manage your deck or handle it like that, make sure your deck is on very good card stock. Now, finally, another option is to just spread all the cards out on the table face down and just mix them up, kind of like your finger painting. And after you've done that for a little bit, you can just put them back together. And for people who really struggle with shuffling, this alternate approach works really well. So here's the thing I want you to think about. This whole shuffling thing, it almost feels like a little ritual, and it really is. When you're shuffling those cards, you're making your connection. You're putting your energy into it. So you also want to treat that shuffling like it is really a little ritual. And so I recommend that you shuffle really quietly while you're thinking about your question. And you want to shuffle until you feel that you're ready or done. Sometimes that can be, you just get that feeling. Sometimes you just get sick of shuffling. You know, it's really going to depend on when you feel it's right. Once you feel that it's right, here's what I do. I like to put the deck face down on the table, and then I cut it into three piles with the left hand and put the deck back together, you know, any way that I'm feeling. So you're probably wondering why three piles? Well, for me, it's my lucky number. Uh, plus, it can symbolize the Trinity or the Triple Goddess. It's also the number of Alegua, who is the road opener. So I just love three. You might choose two or four. You know, pick a number that works for you. You're probably also wondering why the left hand? Well, it's actually an old superstition. The left hand is closer to the heart. And therefore, when you cut with your left hand, the reading is coming from your heart. Again, it's just a superstition. You don't have to do it. If you're super right-handed and you want to use your right hand, it's really all good. Again, it all comes down to being comfortable because ultimately that's what it's about. You want to be relaxed. You want to be comfortable because, as I said before, that lends to the best energy for a tarot reading. So just to recap, you want to relax. You want to shuffle in a way that feels natural for you. And then you want to cut the cards and put them back together any way that you feel that you want to put them back together. Easy as can be. So that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites, and you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free introductory classes for tarot newbies, a tarot coloring book. I've got a tarot master class if you're ready to take your tarot skills to the next level. And I've got hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, all kinds of other free goodies for you to scope out. It's all stuff that is just for you to enjoy and to enhance your skills. So I want to thank you again for listening and hope you have a beautiful day. And always remember that you are in the driver's seat of your life. You're in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take.
you're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can always change that because nothing is ever fixed in stone. As I always say, the tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending. <laughs>